I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Samantha Sherris. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Thursday, August 3rd. Here are today's headlines. Former President Donald Trump is in Washington, D.C. today for his arraignment. Trump appeared before a federal judge around 4 p.m. to face his third indictment. The indictment is led by Justice Department Special Counsel Jack Smith, and it charges Trump with four felony counts. The charges in the indictment are related to Trump's challenging the results of the 2022 presidential election. The indictment accuses Trump of conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. It's important to note the judge that is overseeing this indictment in federal court. The judge's name is Tanya Chutkin, and she was appointed as a U.S. district judge for D.C. by then-President Barack Obama. According to reporting from the Daily Signal's Fred Lucas, Judge Chutkin earned a reputation for taking a hard line on sentences for the January 6 riots. But her background before the bench is one of defending accused criminals, white-collar defendants, and others who couldn't afford lawyers. The Heritage Foundation's Tim Kennedy is on the ground outside the courthouse in Washington, D.C., where Trump currently is. Tim joins us on the line now. Tim, thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, wonderful. Thanks for having me. So, Tim, you have been down outside the courthouse for a couple hours now. Can you just explain the scene, what it looks like, and what the atmosphere is like while President Trump is inside that courthouse? Of course. It's a total media circus. I got here a couple hours ago, and there was just a ring upon a ring around the courthouse of cameras, media outlets, media trucks. I mean, the craze over the former president certainly hasn't died down, and it just keeps getting uh, more intense. Uh, You have some protesters in regards to in support of the former president. You have many that are against him, a lot of lock him up signs I'm seeing. Um, you have some people that alleged to have a connection to January 6th that are here uh, protesting as well, which I haven't seen before at previous protests around the city. So that's kind of interesting. Interesting. Did you see the former president go into the courthouse? I saw the motorcade go in and some of the photographers around me caught his shadow, but it was a very... Um, quick affair. Uh, A lot of people weren't even in their position when it happened. Uh, He whizzed right in, and the rest was history. Well, Tim, thank you so much for being willing to be down there on the ground. For all of our listeners, be sure to check out the Daily Signal's social media accounts, as well as the Heritage Foundation social media accounts, so you can see all of the footage that we are capturing, that Tim is capturing today down at the courthouse. Tim, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Yesterday, Fox News uncovered new Facebook files showing the White House colluded with the social media company to target users who were hesitant about or opposed to COVID-19 vaccines. The goal appears to have been to influence users to get the shot. Internal communications obtained by Fox show that the White House had many conversations back and forth with Facebook. The White House appears to have insisted Facebook granted special access to users' data and special targeting tools. During a conversation about how to persuade vaccine-hesitant people to get vaccinated, 
Biden's digital director, Rob Flaherty, asked, since it's a global pandemic, can we give agencies access to targeting parameters that they normally wouldn't be able to? During a call on April 5th, a former Facebook employee said they tried to caution Flaherty about presenting target content on a user's Facebook page instantly. The employee said the instant information may set off alarm bells in users' heads, making them feel like they're being watched by Facebook. Biden's head of strategic communications, Courtney Rowe, appears to have mocked middle Americans for a supposed inability to discern what information is true or not during that same April phone call. The White House increased the pressure on Facebook to divulge users' information as more and more conversations between the two ensued. After much pressure, Facebook finally gave the White House access to users' data from CrowdTangle. CrowdTangle is a tool to analyze public content on the social media platform. This new information contradicts the Biden administration's claims that the government is not snooping on people's data. In 2021, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki shut down a question on whether or not the government was spying on people's profiles in search of vaccine misinformation. Saki said, this is publicly open information, people sharing information online, just as you are all reporting information on your news stations. Meta, Facebook's parent company, reportedly declined to comment. The pro-life father who was arrested at gunpoint last year is now running for Congress. Mark Houck announced his campaign for Pennsylvania's first congressional district yesterday. Houck was arrested in front of his children at his Pennsylvania home last September. The charges against him stemmed from a 2021 incident outside a Philadelphia-based Planned Parenthood, where Houck pushed an abortion clinic volunteer who was reportedly harassing his son. Local authorities dismissed the matter until Biden's DOJ re-upped it in response to the overturning of Roe v. Wade. A jury ultimately acquitted Houck. Houck and his wife previously told the Daily Signal's Mary Margaret Olihan that they believe they were targeted by Biden's DOJ in an effort to intimidate, silence, and scare the family for their pro-life work, praying outside abortion clinics for the women headed inside to abort their unborn babies. Now, Houck says he is running for Congress to further protect my family, those in the 1st District, and the Republic. He says his campaign is focused on restoring traditional values and principles that are central to the American identity, such as faith, family, and freedom of speech, religion, and the right to bear arms. Because Houck says he has seen firsthand what an out-of-control government can do to its citizens, he is pledging to fight to protect all people and their rights under God and our Constitution. According to Houck, his platform is based on common sense. Did Hunter Biden make money from dealings in China? His father, President Biden, has previously said no. But Hunter Biden admitted this week that he has. Let's go back for a moment to the presidential debates between Trump and Biden in 2020. Biden was asked, there have been questions about the work your son has done in China and for a Ukrainian energy company when you were vice president. In retrospect, was anything about those relationships inappropriate or unethical? He first addressed the question on Ukraine and said his son has done nothing unethical and then had to say this about his son's business dealings in China per Live Now from Fox. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. 
I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. But now the Washington Post is reporting that Hunter Biden has admitted in court that he did, in fact, make money from China. In court last week, Hunter said he had been paid significant amounts of money in China. This admission comes amid ongoing investigations into Hunter Biden, his business dealings in Ukraine, and President Biden's alleged involvement. This is an ever-developing story, and we will keep you up to date right here as it evolves. A military coup is currently underway in the West African country of Niger. Now, Biden is calling for the immediate release of Niger's elected president. Nigerian President Mohamed Bazoum and his family are currently under house arrest. They were placed under house arrest on July 26th by mutinous soldiers led by the commander of Niger's presidential guard. The soldiers broadcast an announcement on television telling the country that they had put an end to the current regime. In his statement today, Biden said, in this current moment, the United States stands with the people of Niger to honor our decades-long partnership rooted in shared democratic values and support for civilian-led government. The Nigerian people have the right to choose their leader. They have expressed their will through free and fair elections, and that must be respected. Biden continued that defending fundamental democratic values and standing up for constitutional order, justice, and the right of peaceful assembly are essential to the partnership between Niger and the United States. And the president called for President Bazoum and his family to be immediately released and for the preservation of Niger's hard-earned democracy. And with that, that's going to do it for today's edition of The Daily Signal's Top News. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. I'll be sitting down with Nicole Neely, founder and president of Parents Defending Education. We'll be talking about their new report titled Little Red Classrooms. Also, make sure to take a moment to subscribe to the Daily Signal podcast wherever you like to listen. We're across all podcast platforms. And if you would, take five minutes to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We love hearing your feedback, and it really helps us to continue to spread the word about the show. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.